What's up? What's up? This is Adri and Alyssa, and you're listening to Chat in the Hat. Have you seen on? I don't know what it's. I can't. Actually, I should probably look up the name. There's this new movie out. It takes. I think it is in like the UK or something. It's called like Sand. Oh my god! It's, oh my so, god! I know what you're talking about. Uh, what is the name of it? Movie. Yes. A, Stardust or sand something or something sand. Saltburn. Saltburn. Yeah. So I saw a funny thing on on Instagram. This chick, she had her grandparents and her parents over for like, they stayed over after the holidays. And she was like, I showed my grandparents and my parents Saltburn and told them it was romantic comedy. And they're all just like, she records their reaction. And they're like, (laughs) I don't know what the premise is though. It what? is so freaking weird. Just go watch it and then next we'll talk about it. next meetup. Isn't it like a homoerotic type situation? It's, like oh, no, thriller it's, sexual thing or something? I don't know if you'd call it homoerotic. Now, is it's there weird stuff positive. that goes on? <laughs> it's a sex positive film. This you I I honestly you just have to watch it and and expect to be um a little, I I just would love your is reaction. It, okay. is I'm it on it. I just would love your reaction. I'll, I'll watch, watch it tonight. tonight. Yeah, I'm gonna watch it tonight yeah. while I clean finish cleaning my living room. Yep. Um. Yeah. It's just real fucking weird. I'm sorry. It's okay. just it's was just it good? Not what you expect at all. I don't know what if I would call it good or bad. It's just you're just like what what just was it? Was it an A24 film? I have no idea what that is. Is there know. a lot of nudity and violence? Adrian's <laughs> <laughs> like, no. how much sex positivity is in there corrupting the world? No, I mean, <laughs> am I going to need to get my vibrator? <laughs> oh, yeah. no. Oh, oh my word. No, I don't think you'll be turned on. Hold on. Based on the clips I've seen of it, if you're if you're using your vibrator to that, you're fucked up, dude. Like, you're, okay, guys. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. You're, you, if you're, you're if you're getting off to the just the clips I've seen of Saltburn, if you come back and you're like, dude, I masturbated three times, yeah. you're like, you need to go to therapy. Therapy, like, a so lot. double up on your therapy from this point forward. Uh, double oh, dose, yeah. double dose your therapy. Oh yeah, okay, oh, Saltburn. Yeah. That's your homework. Homework yeah, next okay. week. Yeah, I will it. watch it tonight. Um, uh, yeah, that's hilarious. No, A24, okay. A24 is a film studio. They did Uncut Gems. They're just, like, Oh, Uncut Gems. You didn't like that? That movie gave me so much anxiety to the point that I was like, I don't know if I hated that movie because I hated the movie, or is the movie so good that they evoked the feeling they, wa- they the wanted me one. to? It's because I one. left the movie theater like so stressed out. <laughs> that's what, so that is what they do. They do these weird movies that fucking evoke deep they're incredible every movie they make is good okay but then that, i said weird. maybe it was really good and because maybe their goal was to make me feel yeah, it was like adam sandler Fuck it, that movie. So, have you seen it adri Mm-mm. it's the best acting performance so, adam sandler's ever given so the, 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 okay have your anxiety meds uncut easily jets. available it is the most stressful thing of value. Oh my god. <laughs> I was like, oh, 
It is like, uh, yeah, uh, I'm sorry. I'll be yeah. like passed out. I watched it once and I will never watch that movie. Oh, I've watched <laughs> it like 10 times. It's one of my favorite movies. Oh, God. All, All right. right. So, Liz, I think you're up. I think yep. I am up. All right. Let's see what we got. Please give me an OG distribution or contribution. Okay, <laughs> let's see. Watch. Right, it's going to be so I put it again like a. Oh, okay. This could be a heavy heater. He heater. <laughs> heavy heater. Heavy hitter. Okay, so this is a general concept. So our, our, our everyone could, or you could say, anyways, it's self-love. Mm. And the reason I put this in here is because I've had these I, thoughts the last, I don't know, just kind of as you think about because it, it's such like a societal, like, push like self-love you know and it's like it's all good i think that's great but i was like what like i don't like what does it mean <laughs> like, it means like, like i just i'm like i don't know if i've ever done that <laughs> well i was uh, yeah i don't know uh it's just yeah but I, I, I don't know what do you think it means how do you do it well, self-love to me, I think it's the way that I understand it is like being kinder to yourself, giving yourself more grace when you don't, um, you know, achieve whatever it is you're striving for. You're not on the schedule you think you should be or holding yourself to standards, not meeting them and then kind of like getting down on yourself. It's the opposite of that, like loving yourself, giving yourself the opportunity to go at your pace, to do what you need to do. Also, just having that like constantly reinforcing the positive about yourself kind of how you do with your friends like remind yourself that you're amazing or powerful or whatever it is you're trying to embody and live by and that like in turn helps you heal and just reminding yourself that you're worthy and i think it's a lot of that you know just because for I think the reason you see it so much is because depression, anxiety, and like mental health is becoming more prevalent. It seems like it's more often than not that people struggle with these things, probably to do with our our society, the tension, the government, poverty, all these things, right? And so mm -hmm. people, all these uh, these statistics are increasing. and so, I think to counter that, it's just having more self-love and giving yourself grace when you need it and not being so hard on yourself for not getting the thing or doing the thing or looking like the way you're supposed to look or whatever that means to that person. So mm -hmm. everybody has their own. I like this topic because I actually went through a leadership training at work and we were talking about uh, saboteurs and everybody has their own internal like saboteur and how you kind of cut yourself up cut, cut yourself down and like i'm not mm -hmm. gonna I, i'm not good enough for this role or i'm not gonna take this risk because i'm not i don't deserve it or whatever it is and so having more self-love and giving yourself like the positive affirmations you need and knowing you're worthy is just to kind of counter those negative thoughts and your self-saboteur. Mm, I like this. Yeah. Cause really I'm just like, 
like obviously as a concept like self-love like you're like oh love yourself the way you would love a friend like that as a just like a generalized concept i'm like that makes sense to me but like what does it really mean and mm -hmm. i don't think i don't know like i've i don't think i've ever intentionally like self-loved <laughs> like i don't like step into each day like oh make sure you're like i don't know that's why i'm like i don't like i really yeah i just really well have, i think I you do do be, that oh really i feel I think like you i do. get a lot of outs i feel like i get a lot of external validation right and but that's what where i it, find my esteem which is not healthy i'm not saying that that's good but but like so to give you an example you do things that make you happy and help your quality of life. Like you like to go walk on the boardwalk or down on the beach or do your walk yeah. to your coffee shop or you go play pickleball. Those are all things that I consider like self-care, self-love, because when you do that self-care stuff that makes you happy, you in turn are more happy. You're, you're more fulfilled. So you are giving it to yourself. That was just, it's different yeah. for every person. Somebody yeah. who's really struggling might need to do more actual work on their self-esteem and Finding worthiness. And for some people who are maybe more confident and comfortable in who they are, maybe for them, their self-love is doing things that bring them joy. So mm -hmm. it's different for every person. I don't think yeah. it's like one. Yeah, one I guess I, then I definitely lean towards the self-care. Like, prepping my food, going to the gym, doing my walks, you know, mm -hmm. reading my books, listening to my podcasts. Those are all things that make me happy. Yeah. So I and think I that want to be, I want to have a healthy physical body too. Like, not so much like, oh, I want to fit in these type of stereotype, but I just want to know, like, I'm taking care of the vessel that I have to hopefully be in for another, you know, really hope not for more than like another yeah. 35 years. But, yeah, um, exactly. But yeah, so, all right, cool. Is, so is there anything of, that you do um, particularly for yourself that you, how you show yourself self-love? Um, so this is a work in progress for me. I feel like that's actually a big focus that I've had with like therapy and working on working through and my insecurities and things that my my saboteur like the ways that i usually talk down to myself and say oh no don't so like with my career i mm -hmm. Discouraged when if I see a description of a job and I'm like, oh god, I don't know if I can do that. So that is a way that it manifests for me, mm -hmm. or getting overwhelmed with things and feeling like I have to do everything perfect or I just don't do it at all. And mm -hmm. so overcoming that. So for me, those are things that I'm working on, and um, because it's important that. I really like organization, but I also live very fast and chaotically at times. That's so period. <laughs> so like things don't get done and then it stresses me out and it's overwhelming. And then I get hard on myself. Like I failed because I didn't do this thing. Mm -hmm. And that all affects your self-esteem yeah. and worthiness. So for me, I'm just actively focusing on just doing smaller things at a time and not 
being so hard on myself if I don't do it. And so that's those are things that I know about myself that I'm working on, but things I like to do that feed my soul. Obviously, I like bowling, even though it fucking pisses me off because <laughs> <laughs> it is the hardest. I think people who don't realize it, it's not yeah. as easy as it seems. It's a very difficult yeah. sport because you have to be able to find the sweet spot in how you bowl and do the same thing every time. And that is hard. (laughs) And if you don't do it every time, then you like your scores are like me. My scores are all over the place. There's not a lot of consistency and I've, but I've only been doing it for a year. So I'm trying to give myself grace because I've thought about (laughs) quitting multiple times, but I want to get better. And that's like a goal of mine. So I do the bowling. And then as you know, I started improv. So I'm starting up actually, um, what day is it? Is it Saturday, Sunday? I'm starting on Monday, my second. Uh, Are you in like be- a 102 now? Because you graduated uh, two, from one or 201? 201. And it's Game okay. of the Scene is the class so oh, or the series. So it's all mm-hmm. learning Game of the Scene and that methodology, which, you know, I can explain it. But so yeah. anyways, there's that. And then... Um, I really, like I said, I've been focusing on going and just getting my house in a way that I want it to be. Like, you know, mom's house, it's always in good order. I am trying to get to that point. You're emulating. (laughs) Yeah, but I just notice when I'm there, I feel, I feel better. Like, I just feel like calmer. I don't feel stressed from the, any clutter and things around me. And so I'm like slowly just getting rid of things. And that is actually like making me feel very good about myself and accomplished. (laughs) I was telling Wes for the first time, I think ever in history, or was it you? Me. All the rooms in my house, except I'm working in my living room right now, but are clean and all my, you know, like that's yeah. just crazy. <laughs> yeah. One time. time. Two kids' rooms, your room, a kitchen, the bathroom. bathroom. Yeah. Bathroom. Yeah. No, that's great. That's I, like, great. Yeah. It's nice yeah. and it feels really good. So I just need to get to that place and then work on the maintenance side of it and being more better about prioritizing that. Anyways, cool. I got that's long winded, but. Good. Well, I think we gave some people that either A, don't know what it is either. I think you gave them some good starting points. And um, no, I really liked that. Thank you for sharing. Um, Okay. Well, why don't you pull one? Okay. Oh, shit. Oh, God. Ah, This is going to be a... What everybody wants to hear. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, shit. (laughs) Pronoun. Lay it on us. I knew it. I knew it. I've been waiting for this. I have been waiting for this topic since we started this thing because I knew it was in there. I knew it was in there before I just I just knew. Oh, so even and even specifically like the they, them, zer, all the new variations now. That is more um, and so I just want to preface this by saying like I am accepting of everybody, however they are. Like, there, I accept people for who they are, and it's none of my business what they do. And I'm not judging anybody. I just, I think it's a fascination, kind of, for me. Like, just where we are with it today, and the the conversations around it, 
um, it's just fascinating. And it's also sort of perplexing. <laughs> like, I don't fully understand it. And it seems like, so there's that. So anyways, um, starting with like the they, them, because I think that feels the most new to me and probably most people new as in mm -hmm. like over recent the past five plus years where it's really been talked about especially in the workplace because I've worked in um, both companies and like there's a big push on that and using your pronouns and your signature and that sort of thing but I think what I find interesting about it is what, depending on who you ask, like if they were to give you a definition of non-binary and what that means for non-binary, you can either identify as both female and male or identify as neither. <laughs> so that already to me is kind of just like, what? What I don't understand because at the end of the day, like you are one, you're either male or female, how you're born. If you want to say the sex assigned at birth or whatever. But the fact is that's how you're born and you either identify with both, meaning you have both feminine and masculine qualities. I think everybody does just for different people. There's some are, are more prominent than others. and. Um, like growing up, we had, we were tomboys. I was a tomboy, like, but I was definitely like when I was really young, I loved skirts and then I was a tomboy and now I'm, I very much love girly things, but I also appreciate the masculine side of myself through like my house or whatever, dark colors, things that are more subdued. Um, so anyways, that was kind of a tangent, but I just think it's interesting that that is kind of what the non-binary is and the movement around uh, everybody just, so a good example. Uh, there was a conversation one time I was out and I saw this guy, he was a guy, he's trans uh, and he was, it was at a club and he didn't have a shirt on. He was like just shorts. And, but he had on like some makeup and like his hair was, you know, kind of like a mohawk, but not. Anyways, I walked into the bathroom because they were, the bathrooms were for everybody, like man and woman, but all genders. Um, mm -hmm. And he was standing in the mirror, like doing something. And I was like, oh my God. Oh, okay. So the best part about it was he had an inflatable zebra on his shoulders. And... <laughs> Um, I was like, oh my God, I love your, I was just messing with him. Right. It was at a like underground kind of EDM type club. Mm -hmm. And I, I used he or him or something. I don't remember exactly. And he like chewed my head off and yelled at me because his pronouns were she, her. And again, he wasn't wearing a shirt. And as a woman, you know, like if you go out and you have boobs, you usually at minimum wear like a bra or something. You don't just walk around topless. And he's like, do you think that I would have paid all this money for these boobs if I was a man or something like that? Something to that effect. And, but they were like just little tiny pet. They weren't boobs, you know? Mm -hmm. So I'm like, how am I supposed to know this? And it was like an actual where he flipped out on me, like as if I was being hateful. And I'm like, 
how would I know that you're walking around without a shirt on you? You are a dude. You look like a dude. Like, so I didn't mean it. There wasn't any malintent in the using the pronoun. And so that I think those are the things that stick out to me in those moments of like, why does it have to be so complicated? It could have been, hey, by the way, my pronouns are she, her. And okay, cool. I'll use those. But I feel like there's so quick in some cases, people are so quick to like get on you for being like transphobic or some kind of phobic because you didn't use the pronoun right or whatever. And so I think that's why I find it fascinating because it's such a hot button in society. And I don't know. What are your thoughts? I'm going <laughs> to. Um, so, well, I guess going back to the they them, which you know, I, I guess in some respect, like, I do agree with you because part of me is just like, I just don't get it, right? But this is, I watched this documentary and honestly, it kind of changed my perspective a little bit. And I would highly recommend, even if you're not looking to change your view, just to get some um, out, more expanded idea. Um, it's called Everybody. So like everybody, but every, or like everybody. And so it's actually like scientifically proven that there are more genetic genders. Like it is still a version of male and female, but it's called intersex. And there's like 30. Oh, eight. yeah. Those okay? are there's like, like 30. Yes. Okay. Intersex people. So the, the, I, but if you, when you watch this documentary, the, like these people, they were basically like, the at the time there wasn't a lot of you know um information and so it was like well just basically like pick one like and so they were making these decisions for these children thinking like okay we need to pick either male or female so they can go into the world and be quote unquote normal but the problem is is they actually do have genetic makeup of the x and the y chrome like they do have both running through them and so they don't feel all girl or all boy and so knowing that there is actual science that has proof of these intersex i don't think the concept of not feeling feeling both or not feeling like you have a space it actually makes sense to me when you think of it from that lens now so I'm I just, just want to throw on... in really quick a statistic and I'll let you finish but I just looked it up and it's 1.7% of the population are have an intersex trait and half a percent of those people actually have sexual identifiable variations so if you I just watch the to documentary okay. if you watch the documentary you will see at the very end they speak to the stats and they said these statistics could very well be off because there are many people that it was never even reported as they were born intersex. So the stats that they have, that's just what they know about. But they also know that there's a lot of things that went unreported. And so the stats are not that cut and dry, basically. Yes, it's not a huge population, but there's also not... I mean, I guess if you want to look up, I've never looked it up, but the percentage of people that go by they, them. I mean, what's that's probably a pretty similar statistics, I would imagine. <laughs> like, we don't have... No, like I think 
there's a lot of people that do it, especially young kids, because they're confused. They don't understand. Like, this is a topic that adults barely understand. And we expect children to understand what this means when you decide if you're non-binary or whatever. Um, it's non-binary and intersex are different. The intersex is essentially when you're born with those, that chromosome, both chromosomes. Non-binary means you, your gender is that you don't identify with either or or both. That's what it means. So it's not, has nothing to do with how you're born, but to do with how you identify. So I just wanted to point that out that they're different. And so I understand what you're saying. Like if there's people born this way, it's not hard to understand why so many people feel this way. But if that were true, like that's, and even if it, I'm sure it is true that people feel this way, but I think that's what I was getting at. Is it, it's like, that's how you feel. It's not re, like feelings are not always reality. So I, that it just comes into question for me. Like, is this based on how you feel or is this reality? Because perfect example, when Sadie was like two, she used to say she wanted to be a boy. Had I fed into that at two and said, okay, sure. Let's change your name and let's do these things. Like then the child is now like, you're, you're adding to this confusion of like, oh, I can just change and be whatever, switch it up. That's fine. And it's like, is this something we're trying to kind of push people into questioning or should it be more authentic? In okay, your well, trans, I'm just going to like chime in. Children becoming, becoming trans is a completely separate topic than people wanting to go by they, them. Like I know, but there's a connection in how you identify. And yeah, but but yeah, I yeah, I get that. But I mean, but for the sake of the topic and the sake of the conversation, children, trans children is, I think, a separate. (laughs) Which I don't. uh, I just think they them in terms of like if we're talking about people wanting to utilize the pronouns they them or what were the other ones you said. I don't even know what oh, Caesar. That's I don't another know non-binary are. thing. They were completely made up. I don't know where they came from, and it's not widely accepted, so they don't use it a lot. But they do say it in the queer community, like, "Oh, I'm Z or Zer, or this or that." Or what does that <laughs> mean? It's kind of like it, it's like a, a blend of he, her. It's like both. So they made up a a mix of the two. That's my mm. understanding of it. Like instead of they them, it's Zer because I'm both. I don't here's know. here's my <laughs> only thing with pronouns. Really, this is like it's like it doesn't make a lot of sense to me. And it's like I I, I also have too many other things that going on in my life that, to be quite frank, like I don't spend a ton of time trying to understand it. But I don't have a problem calling someone they them if that's what they want to be called. But if I what to speak on kind of your experiences. You like, I also don't know who is a they, them, and who's not. So, no, they can't like, so they, I think there also has to be some grace in the queer community from the people that want to be a they, them, that if we do make a mistake and say, like, if you're presenting female that day and I say, hey, girl, or she, her, or whatever, and I'm wrong, if you respectfully and politely, like, hey, uh, you know, I just want to let you know I'm a they them 
And then if I have to continue to have interactions with that individual, I don't mind using they, them. It's no sweat off my back. But being shamed for not knowing or for doing the wrong one when it's not obvious. If you're presenting female, I'm going to refer, even if I know you're a man, born a man, but you're presenting female, I will typically use she, her. And if yeah. you're, so, so, you know, so if, if it's clear enough from your present, the way you're presenting yourself to the world, I'm going to go with what I think it is. And now if I'm wrong, I would just appreciate because I really am trying to be on board with what you're doing. Like I'm trying to make sure I'm doing it right. And so if I do do it wrong, just saying, Hey, just, you know, if we're going to continue, you know, hanging out, I, just so you know, I'm they, them. Now, if you're yeah. a stranger on the street, like it should also be no sweat off your back. In my opinion, if I do mess up and we're in passing and you're never going to see me again, there's no reason to go off on me either. Like just let, right. it, let it go. Like, yeah, keep on moving. But, like everyone just move about their day and just be like, well, she didn't know. Okay. Yeah. But okay. that's not reality. I don't think that it happens like that all the time. I think that there's a lot of like flack for it like you get the corrections uh actually it's this that or you know i go by this people are really quick to correct you on those things and it becomes an issue when it doesn't need to be like the intention yeah. is not to misgender people we operate in a world where we see things and that's how we identify them like that's a dog that's a cat <laughs> that's a man <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? So if you're presenting that way and that's how people are going to identify you and then you change it, that just feels like more of making the situation a thing that it doesn't, you know, like just be who you want to be. Don't correct everybody yeah. all the time. Just be who you want to be. And let's normalize just being free to be a little more different. If you want to yeah. be a boy one day and a girl one day, whatever, like, we just need to normalize that it's i don't think pronouns have to necessarily be the conversation the conversation shouldn't be yeah. about pronouns it should be about normalizing it's just like am that. i accepting you that you fluctuate between two different genders every day like that i think is more important the fact that i'm still accepting you as a person i you know i don't have a lot of people in my life you know so i don't have a, a lot of you know face-to-face -face experience in this so maybe if i had more of a queer um community around me i maybe would have um better ways to speak on the topic but i don't um so but anyway you live in a bubble we get it yeah if someone in my life was fluctuating from male to female or you know presenting that way back and forth like i really wouldn't care but also no. then like it's like if i say she or her or they or that like I, yeah that should be like the least i understand if if you're in a work setting and it, yes, you're like, I'm they, them. And then the people that you're interacting with every day in a profession, I understand wanting to be referred to as whatever your pronouns are fine. But you know, if it's more like, you know, a, a, a less um, professional set, like if we're friends and I've accepted you into my life, like the way I treat you and the way I respect you and the way we spend time together, I feel like that should be more of the importance versus whether I accidentally say, mm -hmm. you know, she 100%. versus him or they versus them or whatever. Um, I will say though, I like one thing, you know, to help us because yes, as someone who doesn't have really a part in the community or people around me that much in the community, um, then 
like I went out once, this was like many, maybe six months ago or whatever. And we randomly went out. We have this like bar in San Diego that's like an arcade. So you can like drink and play arcade games and stuff. So it's kind of fun. So we randomly like went there one night and um, I always like to, especially when there's like 23 year olds, I'm like, what are you guys doing these days? Let's see what your life's all about. So anyways, but I was like just kind of standing there and I was leaning on the table. It was a long table. And like, so there's this group of friends. But as I started talking with them, one of them had pronouns of they, them. And they said it. They're like, before, just as the, at the top of our conversation, it wasn't like, it was informative. Like, hey, if you're going to be talking to us, like, just so you know, my pronouns are they, them. And I said, oh, thank you for sharing. I knew exactly then from that point forward how to interact with that person. They didn't like leave it to me to fuck up and then them correct me. They just said, hey, you're talking to us. Basically, you're talking to us. So you should know this information. So yeah. because it's important to me that I'm referred to in the correct terms. And so I want to make sure that I inform you of that. And I thought that was the best, most respectful way, because now I know that this individual is a they, them. So as I proceeded to, you know, spend the next five to 10 minutes chatting with this group of people, I knew what to, I, I had no room to mess up because I mean, obviously I don't, I didn't, but obviously there's always a room for an heir, but, but no, they made it clear from the start. And I just appreciated that they did that because yeah. then I could go, okay, now I know what to, you know, how yeah. to respect your wishes. But yeah. Yeah. Your so wishes. <laughs> your wishes <Okay>. make amend. <laughs> well, and anyway, actually, to your point, like that's I feel like that's if I were going to switch up my identity in a way that would be confusing for people who know me prior to that or whatever, I feel like it would be my responsibility to say, hey, by the way, I'm my pronouns are now this or I'm doing that so that you were on the same page like that person at the party but i don't feel like that always happens in mm -hmm. fact i i haven't experienced that yet where it was preemptive and well, i'm always California like getting, versus, <laughs> i'm getting corrected it. and it's like i feel yeah. like even the correction if you're a man born a man and you look like a man but you are feminine in nature like how you're presenting how am I going to say this? Like you still are, you look like a man. So if you, if somebody accidentally says he, him, whatever, it's not an insult because it's just, mm -hmm. it's not that serious. It's not that deep. Like that's what you, if you look like a man and people are identifying you as a man, then it looks like a duck and it walks like a duck. It must be a duck. <laughs> oh my God. That's not what I mean. I, just I know. Like, I'm just kidding. It's not a, it doesn't have to be such a yes. negative thing. And if it yes, makes yes. you feel a certain way, that's why are we responsible for everyone else's feelings? Yeah, I agree. There's a difference uh, between being rude, being courteous, being kind, and being straight up an asshole. Like, and I think that's where like intention comes into it and like what you were saying earlier about how you treat the person, but that's mm -hmm. not what it is. It's more of a talking point and like people get really heated and emotional about it. And it just doesn't, I feel like sometimes it's a way for us to carry their pain a little bit and it's not our responsibility to feel that pain or if you're feeling 
away about your gender and how you identify this uh, dysphoria, if you will, because it's kind of what it is. I know Josh probably has a little bit to say about it. If you want to chime in, Josh, that was a good time. I can see it in your face. <laughs> no, it's, I don't want to like beat the dead horse at this point. Uh, I kind of see it the same way you guys do, but I think it's two separate issues. So there's the issue of pronouns, which is simply what does someone want to be referred to as, right? He, she, they, them. And then there's the separate issue of how they go about conveying that information. They're two different issues. So there are assholes in every camp and anybody who jumps down a stranger's throat that doesn't know anything about him is just an asshole. Mm -hmm. Like that's, that's all it is. Right. So like if you've never met this person and you say you use the wrong pronouns and they jump down your throat, they're just a prick. Like that's, that's all there is to it. Cause you know nothing about them. You don't know their background. Now, if you grew up with them and you knew everything and you still went against their wishes, now you're the asshole, but right. that's not the case. So when strangers get defensive and jump down people's throat for any reason, whether it's pronouns or whatever else, they're just being pricks. So I think that's a separate issue from the whole pronoun debate on what are pronouns and how you should use them. And yeah, I, I don't care one way or the other, if someone wants to be called a girl and they, they were born a male, cool. That's fine. If someone wants to be called a dude and they were born a girl, cool. That's fine. If they're not sure how they identify and they want to be they, them, that's fine too. Like none of that is a problem. I think the bigger problem is, and why it becomes an issue, is because there's zero tolerance, usually on their end, mm -hmm. for errors or mistakes, which you guys have both said multiple times. Like if they were to just like the person did that Alyssa ran into and led with it, it's a lot easier to navigate that situation than you see a girl and you go, you say something about her being a girl and then she gets mad at you and says, no, I identify as a, a guy and tries to make you feel bad for that. It's like, you didn't do anything wrong. No one did anything wrong. So I think the issue arises from this hypersensitivity and hyper defensiveness and not allowing for people to like get a chance to learn and change how they navigate that interaction with that person. I think equal respect on both sides would go a long way. Patience, mm -hmm. respect, and just general kindness towards other people goes a long way in resolving this whole situation. It doesn't have to be an issue if people are just respectful and kind to one another. That's it. Yeah. Oh, so. Wow. All right. Heavy ending on episode. <laughs> oh, it's not over yet. We got a dad joke coming. I'm hey, guys. Uh, why don't eggs tell each other jokes? Because they because... don't want to crack up. That's kind of close. Yeah, because they'd crack each other up. <laughs> uh, yeah. See, we're gonna tell your dad jokes. So you're gonna have to like flip. You need a new book, homie. <laughs> I'm not even. Yeah. All righty. Well, All great right. well, this was fun yeah. again. Yeah. Till next time. Love you. Bye. I love you. Bye. Chat in the Hat is hosted by Alyssa Styles and Adriana Marquez. It is produced by me, Joshua Styles. You can find us on Instagram at chat in the hat pod and wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. <laughs>